0: No Balls Ass, or whatever the new name, this is your host, The James, sharing a draft recap recorded today with the commish. This was recorded at Madcap Coffee, trying to play with the sound. If it doesn't work the best, deal with it, deal with it, working. Peace. All right, No Balls Ass. We are live on location at uh, madcap in grand rapids michigan woo, and woo. uh the league commissioner took a little bit of time out of his day to do a
1: draft recap indeed my busy busy day yes easy easy to take time out for no balls ass oh yeah we also got
0: a uh, little baby with us everett's joining us uh, i don't expect him to stay a whole lot
1: but he's here In terms of babies in the league, I think that Everett has now taken the number one spot of official baby of the podcast. So, for all those y'all who've got some babies, time to step your game up. Yes. We are, uh, you know, we will... We will
0: uh, take babies. (laughs) All right. So, Christian, we had the draft this past week, which was... Crazy day. I'm still a little bit shook from it. Man, I will never forget the look on your face though. I yeah, I just I was not prepared. I I didn't know what it would do to my insides. But it's been uh, it's
1: been a tough couple days. Can I just say I had this weird feeling that Kyle didn't tell me he was going to do that but there was just something in the air that this was the year that it was going to go different and Mulder was threatening to go after him and I don't know with the big move to LA the LeBron fever is is really high and I just had this feeling oh man this might be the year I know I know it it, um,
0: and Kyle wasn't going to stop he might as well have auto-drafted that it was like (laughs) boom 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 and it you know there was that simple like maybe my explanation doesn't have to work for anyone but i think over 100 just is unfair to the player fair enough that's the beauty of the auction man you get to you get to make that choice you do so we uh you know we had one on that i uh incorporated for the league i put banana in my name Everett's eating a banana. <laughs> Whoa! So we got, all on brand, right? So we got banana brat, banana baby, and banana baby. So what I what I wanted to do today is our first annual draft recap. And I think we—it's only fitting that with the season starting tomorrow, we take a look at all all twelve teams in the league.
1: Let's do it. Let's
0: rapid fire. So what I got is. I'll pull him up here. Uh, I know Chuck will love how well this this app is working.
1: (laughs) It's loading pretty slowly. What team did you want to talk about first, Tom?
0: You know, I think JB. He was the one who, uh, who showed up first. The people's champ.
1: Yeah. Toilet Bowl defending champion. And, uh, boy, does he always show up to draft day and leave feeling on top of the world? He does. Hey, should we take that table? Oh, guess not. Uh,
0: okay, oh, here we go. So, he, he does. He shows up super happy. He thinks he's drafted the team of, yeah, of the century. But he's been on the toilet bowl for, like, three straight years, I think. So, the people's champ. Uh... Which I would think
1: was Sean, because Sean's really the people's champion. Right. It's, it's pretty interesting the this sort of uh, call out for who the league loves the most. Right. <laughs> I mean uh, I th- yeah.
0: anyway. So a different pod. Different, different pod. Have debate. Yes definitely so he his big draft was westbrook for 88 which
1: i'm gonna go ahead and start player one i think that's an overdraft an overdraft you know the thing that i was looking at with westbrook to me when i was doing my projections of of uh who's gonna score the most in our format this year i had westbrook as the number one person um However, he's coming in, gimpy. And, I don't know, 88? I mean, when you look at who went above him, I, that seems completely reasonable to me. But I can see how you see it that as a reach. Well, I'm only saying it because of the injury. I think yeah. this...
0: He's missing games right, right off the bat, right? So, I think that he might be out for a little while. And I could see this, like... I could see this actually being an injury that eggs at him for a little while this year
1: and JB being stuck. He's got a history of knee injuries and obviously he relies on his athleticism to do almost everything that he does. So he's right. a very risky first pick at that number but if it works out, ooh the reward might be a spot in that coveted top four. The, yeah, that's true. So
0: I would say his, I, to me his best pick is DeAndre Jordan at 18. Man I think for, I think for eighteen dollars. Oh, 15, 15 bucks. A new team, totally rejuvenated. I think we, we're gonna see DeAndre with kind of
1: a, a monster year. I mean, what do he, you what do you think of that? He's always, uh, he's always underdrafted in our league. I feel like you know we always we, we figure this is year he slows down or gets old or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, that could turn out to be great. I was kind of looking at uh, L. Horford at seven. That's a good one. Um, Horford you know, hasn't treated you or I well the last two years. I mean, Horford fucks me over constantly. Oh, sorry, baby. It's okay. Um, he screws me over constantly, but uh, with other people, he seems to perform really well. And I don't know. I think he's going to get a lot of assists, and he'll accumulate a ton of defensive stats this year. So. Yeah, I, li- I like J.B.'s Squad. I think he's, I think he's put himself in a really nice position. It's well balanced. Lots of buckets in there. Lots of guys who average double digits just in scoring. And I, this, this is looking good to me. KB. Okay,
0: and we'll uh, we'll also see Porzingis will be
1: interesting. And we haven't even mentioned Blake Griffin, who looks rejuvenated, and everyone's counting him out and thinks he's crashed now. So yeah, that could be huge. Yeah, good squad,
0: People's Champ. Moving over, uh, if you're following along on your screen, we're just going from right to left. We got next the Grand Rapids Drive. Yours hey, truly the commit. Hey,
1: what's up? You're with the GM. <laughs> uh,
0: so I will say the Lillard-Curry combo I'm very jealous of. That was on my draft board. I wanted those two together in my backboard. Interesting. And you got them for a combined 110.
1: Yeah felt great about that. So in the past few years, I've kind of employed the strategy of leave the draft with two studs that you spend all your money on. So whether it was uh, Harden and Duran a few years ago, or I don't know, what, I mean, Anthony Davis and somebody last year. Um, this year, I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach. I was in the game on all of those top guys, the Giannis is the Anthony Davis is the Wessel Westbrooks, but once it got to a certain point, I just kind of... I was either driving up just to make other people spend more or kind of backing off. Because yeah. I saw um, in, in my draft board, I saw uh, guys like Lillard, Curry, and Paul George as being just under those those top tier dudes, and I thought I could get them for quite a bit cheaper, and that ended up being true. So, okay, yeah.
0: You but, know, Curry was the, was the one I felt like got away from me on the draft. I was going to go in for him, and uh, I was just shook. And it was there, I thought I was hitting the button, and all of a sudden, it goes to your roster. Shook me even more. I think that's when Sean bought the shot. But, uh, okay. It was a pretty
1: special moment that snuck up on everybody.
0: Cousins is out. So, obviously, Lillard, Curry, and George are your top three. I'm curious, who do you put as your
1: fourth? Uh, I think it's Ennis Cantor. Okay. Uh, with Porzingis out, I think that he is just going to see all kinds of volume, get tons of rebounds and uh, I don't know, I feel great about him. Also Nurkic could be really good too. And I kind of like the idea of having a having a Lillard Nurkic combo pack. That's
0: fun. So, I know who uh, you'll be tuning into on League Pass. Yeah, exactly. I'm heavy in on the Blazers this year. Nice. Now, what about the the big ballers? Mm. Uh so we had, we had old uh, King Dewey
1: was not there. And he went hard. He went hard. Um, I love Dewey's top three. With Anthony oh, yeah. Davis, Jimmy Butler, and Kyrie. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I think, I mean, the Jimmy thing is obviously up in the air, but I can see Dewey making the leap a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie for 35 is pretty crazy. I know. That was... I mean, I think everyone's approaching Boston, like, how are they going to score? Like, who's going to, how are they going to even this all out? But the Warriors seem to find a way to do it, and they all remain pretty uh, right. relevant. So I don't know why there's all this, like, question mark around Boston. But all the Boston guys work for pretty cheap. Right. Which is especially surprising, because, like, I get that for maybe
0: the, like, a Tatum or Jalen Brown. But Kyrie's their number one. And didn't we raise, did we raise the, what assist is worth this year?
1: No, that's, that remains at 1.5. Okay.
0: But, yeah, so an assist for 1.5, I mean, he's probably going to get quite a few, facilitating. Yeah.
1: I will say for Dewey, after his top three and uh, my sweet son Lonzo, I think that the rest of his team is potentially waiver fodder. Uh, Tareem Prince, who knows? Like, he was kind of a hot name coming in. Also, uh, Super Mario, like, maybe. Uh, but that's okay. I think with that top three, he'll be able to work the waivers and come up with something all right.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, are we just going to assume Lonzo Ball's in your team? I'm kind of looking at him
1: as your 12th player. I'm going to wait till he gets kind of settled in. Okay. And uh, I'll, come, I'll come knocking for him, do we? Okay, now the next day we got the, the Kyle Tom
0: Showdown. So we got Banana Brat here. Wow. Uh, who's got a great
1: Photoshop team image. Thanks, Blanc. So, Durant ended up going for 89. I didn't realize that. Yeah. How do you, what, how do you feel about that now? Do you, do you have regrets? I mean, first of all, Durant's your sworn enemy. You think that he's overrated and that his move to the Warriors is, uh, they're worse because of it. Do you, you hold on to that, take. I do. I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get Durant on the pod this year. <laughs> yeah. So... everyone sending your submissions. So, that's, uh,
0: that's, like, part of, part of my hope was to get him on. Um... But also, I was thinking about it, and he's going to be a Laker next year, and the Lakers are now my team. So I'm doing like a year of getting warmed up he's for the 2019-2020 yeah. Lakers. But I also uh, – and I don't remember the order that the players were drafted, but I was going to go – I was all in for Giannis if I didn't get LeBron. Yeah. But then when he hit 100, I'm like, uh, I can't do that. And then I started looking. I started panicking. And Durant was the last like top five six guy left. Right. and I'm like, "You know what? I'll just do it. Yeah um, I had I had all two hundred bucks left. I think I was like the last or second to last.
1: Uh, so I don't know. I'll just go for it. I'm gonna I think it's an amazing heel turn by you. Uh, I love it, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. I think that 89 price tag might be a little bit high, but I see what you're saying. You just wanted to get the top guy. But I look at Chris Paul at 32. I was screaming at the table for somebody to bid that up. I know he has an injury history, but in our format he is just nails. Also I think the Rockets are going to be asking him to do a little bit more now that they're a little bit more thin on the bench. So I think that and then Kemba at 39 that's a high volume duo there. Right. We're going to do a lot of a lot of scoring for you. So that, yeah, I, I, that's a nice, that's a nice three pack right there. And then you just got yeah. these fun guys: Miles Bridges, Luka yeah. Doncic, a c- couple of uh, rookies. You got JB's Doncic? boyfriend, Danilo. Right. So definitely, I'll take.
0: I'll be looking at trades. But uh, Luka was probably third on my list. Like I was gonna go all in. I, I've been buying the hype. I kind of see him having a monster season.
1: I think the Mavs are going to be one of our top league pass teams with Luka and Dennis Smith Jr. just yeah. running, running roughshod over.
0: Yeah, and Yeah, he... I don't know. I, I just think he's going to have a great season and be really fun. Um, and I am very curious to see Miles Bridges. Andy gave us that great content blast yesterday uh, in which he didn't realize, I mean, the only thing, Andy's content was great, but he screwed up two things. He thought JB got Doncic, not me. And he didn't realize that I got, that I did go after Miles Bridges. Yeah. And, uh, I think Miles could have, I've watched him, like, pretty, I've watched a ton of his games the last two years. And he was a beast in college, but he just looked NBA ready. I think he's gonna score, but we'll see. D Wade will be on the waivers soon. I just did yeah. it for the pick.
1: <laughs> what about uh, what about Kyle, guys? They got LeBron. Oh man. So I'm looking at Kyle's spot, and I think it's really, really strong. Um, I, I, we don't have to talk about LeBron. We got that. But Donovan Mitchell at 45, Draymond Green at 25. Draymond's a great, a great one. I think so, so I was most curious in your take on Donovan Mitchell. Do you think that's an overpay? Uh, no. No, I don't. I think 45 is about right for him, and uh, I think he could be better than that. Okay. I think he could – uh, I don't know where he ended up last year. I think he was – was he top 15? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, so I could see him cracking top 12 value. Um, he's going to get as many shots as he can handle over there. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, all the, uh, all the NBA like, podcasters are huge on Utah.
1: They, so. They're always one of my favorite league pass teams. They're, they put out a really fun product. I love Quinn Snyder and his slick back crazy hair. Dude's awesome. But, yeah, I like I like Kyle's squad a lot. I think LeBron, Donovan Mitchell, and Draymond as a, as a top three. I mean, then he's got a lot of value here. Uh, D'Angelo Russell for six. Why not? Jeff Teague for a dollar. If Jimmy gets moved, that's that's an absolute steal. Yep. He'll be undroppable. You know, Rodney Hood for two bucks. Well... If, if uh, Ty Liu is serious about what, what he's going to do uh, over there, I mean, shoot, why not? Totally. All right. The real
0: team, Jokic. This is Linda Mulder. Yeah. Uh, so Dan, who had his, uh, his first appearance in the pod dropping the F-bomb, was... Which one was amazing. Oh, very amazing. Was all in on Towns yeah i heard him uh he had a side combo that he didn't know i was eavesdropping on where he said to jb he would have taken towns as high as he could go really yeah so getting him for 76 cool i had towns two years ago and he was a beast for me last year he seemed fine he was
1: fine i had him for a lot of last year um okay so Towns, so so oftentimes in the NBA, you start to hear rumors about guys being soft, guys being a little bit of a head case, and usually in the NBA, when those rumors start to fly around, um, it's just what we're hearing is true. (laughs) And it seems like with this Jimmy Butler situation, I mean, maybe that's super motivating for Towns, and he raises his game up on another level, especially defensively, Uh, but maybe it's also... Uh, debilitating for him, and he kind of takes a step back. I don't know. I think there's a big spotlight on Towns and Wiggins right now, right? And so it could it could really pay off um, if he just maintains being this double double machine. He's also starting to develop a three point shot. So yeah, he's worth more than two. So,
0: well, there. Are, I mean, any guy on the Timberwolves is pretty interesting as well because thibodeau is on such the hot seat yeah and they either have to way overperform or they're all gone
1: my favorite pick that he made was drew holiday at 22. okay um i think that drew is uh up for a monster year he finished the second half of the season uh just absolutely dominant last year on both sides of the ball Possibly uh, the best uh, perimeter defender that we have in the West. Uh, so I don't know. I think that uh, that could be really good. And Lamarcus is going to eat. And I, it doesn't look like the Spurs have been uh, are going to be in a position to be resting anybody, anybody anytime soon. Right. So it could be nice. These other guys Zach Levine for seven bucks. Why not give it a shot? Uh, Laurie Markkinen out until December. I don't. I mean, okay. <laughs> Use the IR. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be, this is a, this is a decent team. Yeah. The thing with, the thing with Dan is you can just count on him getting bounced in the first round. So, (laughs) I'm not really, like, looking at this and being too concerned, but... So
0: you're, you're just counting that as a first round bounce automatically.
1: This looks like the team that I repeatedly bounce in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, almost every season. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah.
0: You know, Dan won't like hearing this, but he is uh, one of my candidates for Worst Draft. Really? Yeah, but okay. I, I, see, I see Dan's fate as the Toilet Bowl
1: this year. Oh, really pouring on. Up. What motivation for Dan? All right, Dan, roll that up in your purple cigarillo <laughs> and light it up. Totally.
0: Next, we got Blade to the future, who he might as well just
1: call his team the 76ers. Oh, boy, yeah. I mean, worst draft for sure, right? Uh, Um, just as an overall draft performance, um, uh, approach to bidding, things like that, I would, I would say that Blake, uh, Blake to the future was, uh, the worst, yeah. Now... He seemed shook.
0: Yeah, he did, he did,
1: uh, which I know how that feels and it definitely affects you. Um... It was fun. I got to be getting the bidding war with him on Simmons and Embiid, right. was, and I think it was back to back, if my memory serves uh, correctly. Yeah, he went he went on a spree there for a little while, and uh, it was I would bid in, and he would bid right back, so I knew that he was just going to keep going. Yep. And uh, that was fun to play along.
0: <laughs> well, Ian has for now for the four years I've been in the league, Ian has chosen his guys he's going to get, and he goes at them. Overall, and he just does great on the waivers. Yeah. Millsap will be interesting. Wiggins will be interesting. Whiteside could be
1: interesting. He's betting on a lot of guys who underperformed last year to bounce back. So Hassan, I mean, Wiggins kind of is who he is, but maybe maybe he'll be motivated this year. Millsap, uh, Fultz, Alfred Payton. I mean, these are guys who are, like, Payton has been fantasy relevant for times, and then he yeah. like just falls off a cliff and he becomes waiver fodder. So, I don't know. I mean, this isn't the deepest team. I think Simmons and Embiid, those two guys are probably top ten guys, if healthy, in yeah. our format. So he's got two top ten guys. That's great. It's just the rest of the squad here is, is looking a little risky. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And he, he works the waiver great. I, I'm yeah. sure he'll be fine. Oh, I mean,
0: Ian, you know, I was, uh, I was ranking our, I think in the league, we got, I think there are five of you that are a little bit better than the rest of us. You got... You, Ian, Chuck, Stacks, and Andy—that it's like, oh, anytime you go against them, you got the potential for an L. So curious to see what he says. Now, Adam bought a bought a house in Tacoma. <laughs> Switched his team from the Seattle Blazers to the Tacoma
1: Blazers. Yes. And we were all calling it at the draft the hipster squad. Oh man, and I love it. I love his team. I was I was getting in little battles with him all night. Uh, I think he's got a super deep squad. Rudy Gobert for twenty four dollars just absolutely kills me. Bledsoe at seven, if he stays healthy, yeah, man, that is just going to be easy money. Uh, and then Devin Booker at thirty seven, he's hurt, whatever, but when he comes back, I think he's just going to be so so good. Yeah. And then why not Kevin Love at thirty five, DeRose. I mean, this is just a team that is going to perform really really. Uh, Consistently. So, I mean, but the, so he's got like these this base, and then he's got the hipster upside guys. This, right. Freddie Osmonds. You know, like I've been reading a lot of blogs, John Collins, Jared <laughs> Allen. So, like, it'll be really funny. If, if one or two of those guys hit, Adam could be in a great position to make the leap into what you talked about, that top five. But, well, man. I'm, I'm really curious with the Rosen and Love, too, especially. Because, like,
0: they both have a similar situation this year. Yeah. Chip on their shoulder. You know, had a great thing going, and now it's, like, not sure what they got going. Huge role
1: increase for both of them. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, he got them together for the same price I paid for Durant.
1: So, we'll see. It's funny to see these values now. Uh, The other thing I'll mention about them, Kevin Love, Devin Booker, Eric Ledso, and Rudy Gobert. Not the best injury history. (laughs) And, uh, unfortunately, we only got one IR spot. So, that'll that'll be... Adam kind of leaned into and do the injured uh, risk thing pretty heavily here. So. Now he also, you know, and this is uh, I say this with
0: plenty of sensitivity but if you take all the stuff that the NBA done with mental health and wellness he's got all those guys too. <laughs> That's a good point. He's got the love, the
1: Rosen. Very woke of you.
0: Yeah. Now what about uh, the
1: 2019 projected oh, champ here? Big, big baller Blanc. Look at this guy. So Blanc is all in here on Kawhi Leonard's comeback, which I think is perfect, you know? Yeah. He used to love the Spurs. He's kind of forsaken them. Yeah. Uh, but he, he took their he took their cast off here at Kawhi. That's I mean, the only of the 30 teams he doesn't like now. Uh, Ka- Kawhi, uh, Drummond, and then Beal as a top three. That's pretty good. I think it's a really good top two, and then Beal is, is great. Uh, he can... Kind of disappear in some games, and then other times his his games evolved much more from just a three-point shooter. So, yeah, he's got kind of the uh,
0: the Kevin Knox. It's interesting yeah, too. It's yeah.
1: kinda one of those you hear a lot about. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, Knox is gonna start, so that'll be fun. I don't yeah. know. I think he's I think outside of Clay Thompson, I think Kuzma might be a little bit more wavery than we like to admit. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, Jalen Brown Especially might be the on same the new thing. Heritage, yeah. we don't know. So Blunt's got a nice he, he's top heavy, but you know, I think Sean is coming into this season uh, ready to make a statement. Okay. Uh, he's sick of all you guys' bullshit and uh, He's, he's coming at your neck. Okay. He's told me personally. Hey, good luck, man. We, we love you, people's champ. All right. We got incoming cool nickname. Andy. Oh. oh, he got my boyfriend, TJ Warren. I didn't notice
0: that. Uh-oh.
1: My favorite of his picks is Trey
0: Young. Tell me everything. I, uh, Trey Young was also, I had Young and Doncic high on my draft board. Didn't actually notice when Trey Young was up there. Yeah. Um, I was maybe too busy eating that dog
1: or down in the shot, but <laughs> you were you're in a whirlwind of emotion. Yeah.
0: I I like his rookies. Ayton, I think, will be solid. Yeah. I kind of feel like Olin Depot was an overpack. At fifty-six, think? I just don't think he's gonna have quite the year.
1: Mm. Well, um, I think having the shooting guard market cornered here with Harden and Oladipo, those are probably the top two shooting guards, unless uh, like Ben Simmons gets that designation as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a value. That, that's extra value there. Um, I don't know. I think 56 is, is pretty on point for Oladipo personally, and that's a combination of people I don't ever want to see. The Aiton thing is a big risk. You know, he's, he's betting big on Aiton and these young guys, like, being consistent. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is ready to take a little bit of a leap, so I like that pick yeah. a lot. Kyle Anderson is kind of laughable, but it, he's <laughs> got to have his Grizzly. I think that Kyle Anderson doesn't last a week on his squad. Okay. And. Uh, yeah. What about Harden? What do you What do you think? He's coming off... Harden's uh, amazing. I, th- I think he's I think he's highly likely to be the one or two guy in our league. Okay. I mean, and he got him for 93. Um, I mean, you get... When you... That's the kind of guy that you pay that for. So I, I support the move.
0: And uh, this is only showing us one position, but Harden is also a point guard as well, right? I don't think he is yet. Okay.
1: Um... But that Should will, be. that designation probably will show up.
0: Yeah. Okay. And Andy is just—I think Andy's the one that it's like—you face him in any
1: fantasy sport, he can beat you. And you know he's never afraid to completely rebrand the team. Right. Yeah, he'll do whatever it takes to get there and to get good. So even if all the shit hits the fan, he never quits. He he comes up with a way. So.
0: Yeah. So we believe in you, Andy. What about TBD? Boo. TBD. Boo.
1: Amen. <laughs> Boo. <Hey>, yeah. <laughs> Um, Chuck. All in on the Denver backcourt. Those are those are fun guys. That'll be a fun league pass team. I mean he's got he's got the probably the top guy who just did a triple double in twenty five minutes in the preseason. Right. I mean the Greek freak, uh, early predictions of MVP. Um like he's got Green Freak, he's gonna be competing. Uh, I love Clint Capella at twelve bucks. I think that's an absolute steal. Yeah. CJ McCollum at twenty-two. I mean, he just had a really solid. Uh, Even bargain. Mike Conley at eight. I, I agree. I mean, he just had a really great bargain draft after spending half of his budget on Giannis. So he he really, if you're gonna do that, you're hoping to have a draft like Chuck had where these guys kind of fall to you. I think Miles Turner's a dude for a bounce-back year. Chris Dunn should get all he can handle uh, at Chicago. So Chuck, once again, I think he's got a great team. Um, looking forward to uh, going head-to-head against this guy. Are you playing uh, week one? No, but he put me out of the playoffs last year by like 11 points because Draymond kept getting oh. sick, and I'm just uh, I'm a little bitter because... I think, uh, I know Ian has been in his feelings about this for a while, and Chuck ended up winning, but I think really uh, that last year was, was my title to have, so okay. I'm, coming at, I'm, I'm coming at this hard, and, and Chuck's got the target on his back.
0: You know, though so Chuck has the target on his back, he never feels that way. So Chuck, how do you feel about your draft?
2: Hello everybody, this is your reigning MVP, slash three-time champion, slash... Confusing team. I drafted a little against my own uh, my own plan. Um, I had some guys I was really high on. Giannis was one of them. Maybe not a hundred dollars, one of them, but it was starting to get to the point where all the really, really heavy hitters were coming off the board, and I just had to make a move. I just had to roll the dice, and I did it. And then I was down half my budget, and then I played it real conservative. And what I'm left with is a team full of potential, um, full of guys who, if they play at their potential, I mean, breakout candidates like Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. Um, if Miles Turner can, if Miles, sorry, that's my dog. If Miles Turner can somehow get back on track, which, man, I don't know, I'm a little torn, but at eight bucks, I'll take the risk, um, and we'll see if he can somehow get back to um, sophomore version of Miles Turner. I'll be in good shape if he does a replay, replay of uh, last year. Oh man, that's going to be some. That's going to be quite the burden on my on my roster. Um, but I'm excited for Giannis. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Nuggets backcourt. Um, I'm excited to have Capella. Actually, uh, I'm excited. Uh, to have a couple bulls on my team that will most likely want, find themselves on waivers pretty soon. Thanks, Chuck. Uh, you're a huge friend of the pod. Really happy to get that take. And um,
1: now we only have one more team, the Stacks Lagoon. My God. Watching Stax draft was just like a like a slow car crash for the rest of us <laughs> because he kept getting these situations where guys were falling to him. Uh, yeah. for so cheap and it was like for some reason like no one was in a position to do anything about it and so he just kind of let the draft come to him in an amazing way I mean Jokic for 56 that's probably a value uh, then John Wall at 55 he's going to kill it in our in our format he always does Marc Gasol at 18, Lowry at 22, Middleton at 24. It's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So every one of his picks, you look at the price that he got them for, and it looks like he got a bargain on every single one. And this is the deepest team that we have, uh, in my opinion. Uh, depending on what Julius Randle ends up doing, Harrison Barnes' health, and then if how much Carice Levert is able to, like, you know, do stuff for Brooklyn. But... Nonetheless, this this squad is just potentially really, really good and just deep. I don't know. Who, I mean, he's gonna have to be trying to do some two for ones to maybe add another stud or something here yeah. or there, or just create roster space. So that could be a challenge for him. But overall, that's that's the that's the best draft I think.
0: Okay, so he he's got the potential to do like a Lowry, you know, like a Lowry Jokic for somebody else's big dude. He's got the potential for some. Sunday trade absolutely so I'm uh, definitely interested in that so I'd like to you know so you thought Stacks are the best draft I think so okay who's uh, your pick um,
1: my pick is and then we gotta see who I, actually, I, pick is. I also had Stacks Stacks number one
0: yeah uh-huh. I put Kyle as number two <laughs> 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 A little bit of background noise here Um, But we're looking at now best values. All right, so uh, we just wanted to to, uh, finish this one at looking at what we think are the best values. So we had a little
1: bit of an overlap. We chose three. I'll let uh, the commission go first. Yeah, so I thought Rudy Gobert at 24, Clint Capella at 12, Chris Paul at 32, and Curry, my pick, at 52. I think those were the... uh, kind of outrageous numbers and steals in the draft.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, you had the biggest steal with Curry at 52. Um, If for nothing else, his trade value. You know, his Curry in our league has a pretty high trade value, and you can definitely trade up with him. I think Kyle Lowry at 22 was quite a steal, Um, especially with the format, the assists. uh, He's going to have to do more this year, I think. And uh, you know, I see, I see him getting more assists with the Rosen gone. Um, and I, have, the guy that I want to am like most curious to watch out for is Trey Young at five. Yeah. On the Hawks, I mean, they went all in in their draft. They went all in on Trey Young, and they're just gonna put him out there, let him shoot. He drains these threes, runs the point.
1: I'm pretty curious about him because he has Jeremy Lin, who's so capable as his backup. So, like, I, to me, I feel like if Trey Young is playing well, they're just going to let him go. Yeah. But if he's having a head case thing, I think they sit his butt down and they let Jeremy Lin kind of get the other young guys on their team going. You know, like, they can't let Trey Young um, sink the development of everyone on the team if he's playing poorly, right? So, yeah. like, Lin is kind of there to right the ship and to make sure that everyone's getting their work in. So it'll be interesting. But I think that... that That's a boom-bust guy pretty much every night, and he could go absolutely bananas at any time. I guess bananas is the theme of of this recap, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Everett's eating one, we got banana brat here. We got banana brat. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, I really appreciate
0: you taking your your time out of your busy day to uh, do the first annual No Balls Ass
1: Draft Recap. Hey, man. Can't wait. No Balls Ass. All
0: right, dude, so... I know that that uh, recording quality is a little rough. I'm going to look at how to do that better in public. But always blast content, a little bit too too good not to do. Uh, we're going to end this week by have the Stack Lagoon call in and give his thoughts on the draft. Also new tactic uh, with the voice recorder. Thanks, bud.